Welcome to Bayside Stations, where we talk of stories that feature culture, food, music, wildlife, discovery, and much, much more. Enjoy the episode. Welcome, everyone. Today, we're going to meet Mr. M and learn about an experience from him, which has something to do with carpets. So I was quite intrigued by it when uh, Mr. M told me this. And so let's welcome him to the show and, uh, you know, dig more into it. So welcome, sir. Thanks, uh, Ranga, sir. So tell us about, um, you know, give us a little bit of uh, context about this. Like, where were you, you know, how is this connected to carpets? Yes. Uh, see, I was in Delhi at the time. So uh, we have a chartered account firm where I was working. They were also into development of uh, software applications, business applications, actually. So they requested, uh, the partners requested me to study certain processes for com- computerization, for adoption in the computers. And uh, that particular place where I went is called Raman Carpets, mm-hmm. uh, is the name. Of course, um, that is a very famous uh, carpets manufacturing here, rather uh, an export unit in uh, Mehroli area in Delhi, Nairobi area in Delhi. And they sell, uh, sell out of India also extensively. And the carpets are um, fairly well, uh, you know, what we call it as it is, uh, it's quite good quality of carpets sold from there. So Raman uh, wanted us to, you know, verify certain aspects of it, certain business processes, so that it can be easily, you know, put into place in, in my computer or integrated into already existing business applications which we, ever, we have been developing with them. So in that context, uh, they requested me to study the certain processes in the Raman Carpets. I had gone there for that. What time was this, sir? Maybe 93. Um, it must be 93. Uh, because the, our software development process was in very good position at that time. You know? So that's what I feel. And you were, you were staying in Delhi at that time, right? Yes, yes, yes. Totally, I was in Delhi, sir. I was there. So it was some, most like you had to travel locally to this place and come back. Yes, yes from my house to uh, Kalkaji to Melodi. That's right. To go and come back mm-hmm. and uh, give my inputs or a feedback to our computer, um, uh, you know, senior person. So tell us more about uh, what you saw there when you got there. And what was your see? Uh, a very brief introduction. I'll try to say there are certain play the carpets. Most of the carpets are all what we call it as this. Uh, uh, it's all weaved actually, weaved carpets. You know? Somewhere around uh, Varanasi area, Pratapgarh. Maybe other, there are several other places also, Muzaffarabad. I don't know exactly the places. Some of the places are there like that. And uh, they are the ones who are very, very famous uh, for weaving carpets. And there's a traditional carpet industry across, uh, in and around Varnasi area. Varnas area. It has been there for a very, well, very long period, maybe centuries. They have a very special uh, methodologies they may be having or whatever it is. Uh, that's what it is. These pillows are Raman carpets are persons who have a coordination with those, you know, weaving persons at various villages. Uh, they order and uh, they also supply the basic materials to them, you know, and basic materials to them. And these persons only weave and send it back, you know, weave a carpet and send it back. Designs are also to be extent. Some of them are very, very traditional, just very normal, traditional carpets. R- very rarely you'll find, you know, new designs in the carpet, basically, because it's already been well established. Some of the new designs, color combinations, 
really don't work on certain types of decorations. This follows was more of a traditional architecture. I see. Traditional mm -hmm. designs. Huh? Very normal designs which you see along with the furniture which you find in most of the houses. Uh, nothing okay. spectacular. At the same time, it, it's not bad also. It goes well with the furniture. So when you got to Raman Carpets, I guess you were going multiple times because you were in Delhi. And yeah, yeah. Every, so, every day for about 20, 25 days. So what caught your eye? I mean, lead us into Yeah. <laughs> see, uh, we were walking. Uh, see, Modest Roach, we'll generally make a round of various places. You know, the carpet washing, carpet places. Where is the final go down for the carpets will be there, you know, before it is uh, sold. Rather, before it's sent for a delivery of the order, the carpets, you know, there are a lot of things go along with the carpet, which I didn't really know anything about it. Mm -hmm. So, first thing was, uh, I was moving around, I suddenly saw one carpet. It was just the normal 3-2 size, you know, 3 feet by 2 feet size. This is generally used as a prayer mat uh, also, you know, some, some maybe in the, both in the, uh, you know, prayer, you know, you can sit for prayers there and many this sort of a carpet you'll find many in many places in our household. And it was not a very expensive carpet, but still, it was very ordinary, very traditional. But somehow it attracted my attention. <laughs> to be honest, to say that why it attracted, I'm, I'll be honest with you, sir. I, I didn't understand it at that time. I simply got attracted to it. Then I felt there is something very special about this carpet. And uh, I don't know how to ask this question to anybody. I was waiting for an opportunity. In the meantime, I somehow felt where the carpet was, you know, located, you know, in the go-down. And I asked the go-down in charge, this carpet is about to be sold. So many other carpets will come along with it. Only this carpet will be sent. So in the meantime, I told him, just identify this carpet for me and keep it separately. I want to see it. I want to sort of talk about this carpet later on. So the first thing was nature opened out some small intuition or small this thing towards me around that carpet in the first place. Then what I did, uh, what I did, I just sort of, this was, you know, occupying me sharply, you know, I hope you understand. It's not a seeping one. Slowly it did not seep, but slow, it, it got into me very quickly. This particular thing, I have to find out something immediately about it. You know? mm -hmm. so the next day morning when I returned back, I was very, very, I just went first to see whether the carpet was there, <laughs> to be honest. By the time they shifted, fortunately, the carpet was still there. The carpet was still there. Then something struck me because you know these fellows, multiple times these carpets go out of, out for some servicing. You know something something for cleaning, something for cutting, uh, something for you know enhancing the you know sides and all that so that it doesn't fall off. So many things are there. Some uh, so many uh, you know tasks are there outside. You know, so you have to take it. Then I said, how are they controlling it? Somehow this question struck me. And I asked this fellow who was there, sir, he said, no, every carpet is unique, no? He asked. Mm. I said, what do you mean by unique? No, no, there's a number there. The serial number is there. We use it by that. We track it by that serial number. Oh, then I said, okay. I, first thing I did was <laughs> note down the serial number and kept it in my, in my, uh, my packet. That small paper I took and kept it in my pocket. Then I said, is there any specific, you know, like any, any computerization we must have seen, you know, there are some serial numbers, suffixes, there are prefixes with numbers in between and all that. So mm -hmm. I just asked him, is there any relevance to any of those, uh, you know, numbers there, suffixes and you know, prefixes? Right. Uh, he, said, he said, there is, sir, but I'll tell you one thing, just find out from the purchase order fellow who, 
who sort of uh, you know orders these carpets you know then i found mm-hmm. out the chap uh, uh, then i called him and asked him sir yes sir everything has a very specific number we have a very clear idea as to which which uh, district it is which person is doing it when it was done and also each of them we also know the person who has weaved it the, the house which has weaved it oh i see mm-hmm. so it was very clear in sense it was very clear in saying that you know each we also know from the, looking at the car, that serial number i can find out who has weaved it you know which person so they can trace which, it all the way back they can yeah, trace yeah, it all the way back. Back. yes 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 to that because they said it's very important for us to know that otherwise we will not uh, if that sort of a quality is required we'll have to go back to that particular set of people you know that set of people. correct correct each uh, village has some speciality it seems you know, in the carpet have you ever seen a a boat race in in uh, in kerala i haven't seen it uh, live but i've certainly seen it but on you've tv but you seen it on tv no course. what is the funny thing is a long boat right with some yeah. 30 40 people having a oars and there is something very important is happening at the last place you know somebody sitting and having a drum remember correct yeah and the body is exactly doing acc i said his drum hit is something like a conductor you know or like mm. a western music orchestra he is actually timing you know he gives you the time you know the what we call the time the signature and right. the, and the, everybody what they start is they start slowly look at it very carefully and he is the one who guides the race through if you look at it if he hits it fast the the roars everybody will row faster right and you know it has to be in sync otherwise this uh, the entire energy will not be in sync you know the entire rowers energy will not be in sync so that is a method of doing this uh, otherwise you cannot be in sync you know 30 40 people uh, oars cannot be in sync otherwise and there will be a loss of energy eddies will come and then they actually the movement will not be that efficient boats mm. so the same principle is applied unknowingly or knowing that's what i'm trying to i found it out later <laughs> is applied in this uh, carpet manufacturing industry there is one chap who sits there and you know you must have seen those carpets you must have seen you know there is a cross and then there is a star and there is a something with horizontal and there is a uh, there is a vertical uh, you know uh, you know threads are there mm-hmm. and you have to sort of weave it in between the vertical and horizontal threads by using some other thread which comes from the left side you know from the side okay if you go down deeper into each design sir if you go into mm-hmm. design is a simply a plus or a minus like your bits and what we call it as that way we look at it very carefully and uh, and each of the uh, each of the length a person sits there all he has to do is he has to insert or take it out you know some very simple tasks only is given to that fellow okay and and then he has to we has to insert move to some other thing is something very very simple task it's a repeatable simple tasks is all allotted to the beaver there and they are placed in some way that each of the four or five strings will be provided to them you know something within a certain space they will be working each of them mm-hmm. suppose mm-hmm. there is a weaving of say 10 feet of a carpet or 9 feet of a carpet you may find four people uh, sitting along with it and slowly and slowly these four people will be handling that much uh, space actually it depends on the intricacy see if suppose there's a little silk based carpet it may be more but those places in that uh, you know near varnasi it's all uh, you know cotton and wool based carpets so there are four or five depending upon the uh, intricacies of the design mm-hmm. now what happens is i slowly i picked up all this i just want to sort of share with you so uh, try to understand everything starts from 
the first is the first is the placement of various you know, threads on the, along horizontal and the other threads from the top then that weaving starts the, the reverse the thread comes from the um, some sides you know and that is tightened there's a method of doing it you know? some method is doing it. so everybody will do that and of course little more sophisticated maybe but what i saw was only that method anyway i made made i could understand it to some extent and uh, what happened was slowly i was looking at it suddenly something dawned on me that what happens is that fellow will be announcing it in by some method you know uh, i don't know how to say that it's like a prayer he will say something you know 1 2 5 five 7 plus 2 something like that he will tell i do not know how to explain that in in his own uh, you know traditional way he will actually tell that he keeps repeating the words correct or like what he said even even a conductor in an orchestra when he says when he does specific yeah, actions yeah. it triggers specific either the instruments Response. or the vocals you know they they get their cue when to start when to reduce when to start what is the tempo exactly something like that. all that what is the tempo and everything ha huh, yeah so it's already rehearsed also but still it's all well planned once it's not as if it is all done suddenly you know but right. this is what it is the point of reference is sir suppose the knitting is done sorry the weaving is done for 1 hour or 2 hours uh, every day suppose the 2 hours the fellow will be reciting something the chap you know the conductor mm. sort of chap in his house will be reciting now what he recites is beyond me i can't say that but something struck me there i would uh, at this moment i sort of uh, you know i wanted to think a little bit on this matter and uh, suddenly i realized that there must be something each house has something special no even the even the food which is prepared the same food is in the same ayangar food also we prepare in different places are different no that depends upon your lineage that depends upon your you know your own interest that depends upon your own seriousness at that point of time sincerity and certainly your hand you know what we call it as a golden hand that you have in your hand exactly each of them is different no sir a simple ordinary ghee chawal also can be extremely tasty depending upon who with affection and love you have right so indirectly or directly this particular person or a place where it is uh, uh, where the, the the weaving is done it transmits some amount of uh what we call sir some amount of affection also some amount of sincerity some amount of focus some amount of certain diligence for the work and also his lineage which he has learned from his forefathers and slowly what happens is it becomes into a shape you know so the imagine each thread each thread there is a there is some saying something like a word is affected by the vibration of the place each thread sir no of course you can transmit good things you can transmit <laughs> irritation also you can transmit everything for that matter mm-hmm. is difficult for us to explain but certainly this chap must have done something very similar to this okay this particular fellow mm-hmm. uh for this carpet that's why i i related this immediately then i immediately went and asked him sir who is this chap are mm-hmm. sare to bahut purana master hai hum log 70 saal se inhi ke sath kaam kar rahe hain 78 years in inigom carpets means graman carpets ka old you know is my father yeah, is one of those old weavers very dependable very old weavers and he gives you know the final finish is always very beautiful you know so we know that it is very nice though it's all traditional nothing great nothing specifically different from others but there is something special about it and there it hit me sir slowly i was thinking about it okay weaver has done that he has also tried to give you something then uh, how do you connect all this you know? 
then after about uh, it's almost seven months later or eight months later all this thing is in my background you understand it was not easy for me mm-hmm. to really assimilate whether i was right whether i was just trying to you know uh, force myself into some amount of uh, conclusion and mm-hmm. things like that but i left it at that because i left to nature let us let the nature decide and i left it there and just didn't bother too much but later on though this fact is very well known before also what i am trying to say now will be known to everybody before uh, one there was a uh, i don't know whether you see sometimes in the you know um, the radio sir some songs come the bhajans or something comes and in the morning especially at 6 to 6:30 some bhajans are uh, relayed in uh, you know this vivid uh, bharti um, sometimes you don't get up at 6 so we miss it many cases but Uh, but on that day i surely got up and suddenly some one kabir kabir das piece came by one bhajan famous bhajan singer uh, suddenly i felt kabir das is a very very famous uh, you know saint from varanasi and then something struck me kabir das was also a weaver right <laughs> so you understand uh-huh. <laughs> wow immediately the entire thing flowed through i just stopped the bhajan i didn't want to listen to it further just kept quiet and the, let the reverie settle in slowly i started you know slowly the thing started you know gaining uh, an understanding of this sir try to imagine kabir das is a weaver imagine he is doing the japa every time when he is doing the weaving every single weave of his carpet is a japa sir. amazing he is concentrating on the on, on his own japa right when he does the job he has to do that right mm-hmm. and imagine each weave of a carpet is uh, pregnant with that sort of a you know vibration the final carpet why the hell it will not attract attention why the hell it will not give you that sort of a feeling of comfort or a peace or it looks different completely why it will not attract sir this gave me some unbelievable understanding of the whole concept for that matter everything sir frankly speaking not only the carpets you can extend it mm. to mm. uh see even in assembly of a car everybody says so it's just an assembly by uh, machine right but why the hell at the last minute at the final assembly is always done by humans right and when a car comes out why there is so much of a difference between the same car when you drive and same car when it's driven by somebody else you respond react to that in a very different way each car is a very different entity by itself that is the time i realized in spite of all the technical correctness technically you know superiority what do you call it quality checks each car has some or each project each object may be saying it is also having some vibrations along with it it is embedded into it. and that's something very very unique and i i certainly sir i extended to everything for that matter everything in my life Kabir Das was already known as being a weaver, right? At that time, I didn't somehow it didn't struck me. I never, never struck me at that point of time. But then, only when the real time comes, you you're supposed to learn. No? Otherwise, <laughs> it's no point. The the my nature just provides a small note. Then after that, it strikes you in a different way. So this is what has happened. Now, what you said is very phenomenal. I think um, you know. So almost like you know, if somebody is you know doing the japa and you know because japas are all mantras are all good vibrations like you know help the vibrations and if he is doing constantly while doing some work basically what you have said is he is uh, you know he becomes a medium of transfer 
of those exactly. vibrations to that object that is being made. So that object is working, sir. That's exactly and, the point. And why? And while you realize this using a carpet and you know, Kabir Das was a, definitely it's a, a trigger for you to understand. But I think what you said is so lovely because it it extends to everything. Now you talked about cars. I think most of us can easily relate this to food. So imagine if somebody who's making food is in a good vibrational state or he's saying, is he or she is saying her japa or has some sort of a sadhana. I am sure all of us would have experienced that that food that comes out is something phenomenal because it, it's somewhere, it's a carrier of those good energies or good vibrations into us. And obviously, as you said, it definitely as humans, we do get affected by it. And at the same time, somebody, you know, I, you know, I, I have experienced this with somebody uh, who's in a very angry mood, <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure you can feel that transmission of those energies, that food, though it may be, it may be good food, it may be digestible food, it may be palatable food and all that, but somehow it does not convey that feeling of satisfaction. You know, this triggered another thought in me, which I'll run by you. So when you were talking about... Um, what do you say? It's a very mechanical process. Like, you know, some person does one thing, the other person does. And to conduct it, there is a, some person who's saying that. And that's synchronization that you Now, mm-hmm. I was thinking, well, well, then it can be automated. You can write mm-hmm. a, a software program to basically uh, do this orchestration. And Very there good. can be machines that can work with each other and create that. Very good. The Very same good. thing is happening with uh, cars, for example. Cars, if you say, though, though you rightly said, there are humans involved in it and the final quality checks and all that. But there are many companies where the whole car assembly line is fully automated. It's full, full like robots company. are working on it. You know, the yeah, process yes, yes, has yes. been fine-tuned for precision, for accuracy, for, you know, it has been quality optimized quality. for time so that they can roll out more. The same thing for computers, same thing for anything pretty much we see that is mass-produced. You know, it is, it is all optimized so that you can make more and it's very precise. Mm-hmm. It passes all the quality checks but now my question is, if something is so mass produced, it's very efficient, it's produced in time, its quality is fantastic, everything. Now, where does that human vibration or energy that was existing earlier when a human made it or when, when the process was more, where has that gone? Because that pretty much that has gone abstracted out of the product. So what is the effect of that, of that being removed from that product? Sir, exactly like the clinical cleanliness, exactly I told you about, you know, it's not, yeah, it's yeah. clean, superb, absolutely yeah. defines everything, you know, but, that, yeah. but then how much you feel comfortable inside it, you, know? you feel close to the thing. You know? Yeah, yeah. That is a very, very subtle, it's very subjective, of course, but I'm sure the drivers, the great, uh, you know, masters will understand it, right? Even the best of the person who is uh, uh, sitting in the car, who has, must have checked hundreds of cars, We'll know the difference at that point. That is what I was getting to. For example, this carpet could also be made by an automated factory without, sure, sure. almost without any human involvement. But totally what will be the feel of that? See, to be honest with you, almost many of the carpets nowadays which are coming are all machine-made. Only. That is the reason you don't get very much attracted immediately. You may like it. You may feel very beautiful about it. You may have wall hangings you may do. But, but somehow you will not use it for a prayer mat or something. Because um, I feel that even for prayer mats, even in uh, even in India, a lot of people go to some of these traditional places to get their prayer mats, or you get it, you know, get it by the roadside to a temple. You know, somebody who's selling it, people go and buy that, rather than buying, you know, something that will be available in a uh, in a showroom 
and looks great and you know it is very clean because i've seen some people still go for some of these very traditional things sir today i'll just tell you the contrast now you've seen the some of the finest jewelry that are the titan are producing no gold jewelry right. you must have seen mm-hmm. you look at it design is very beautiful everything is very nice it's a, you have a proper chart to to know how much gold it is and then what will be your return of the gold and whatever it is all those details there is a guarantee card i don't know what all things anyway and all those things are there to assure you that the gold value is correct and all that mm-hmm. but for you know sir for the for the you know remember for a, when a lady gets married that you know that what do you call mangal sutra you don't go to titan you know basically you, know, you never go to titan's office for that it's all nice but then where do you go a traditional gold jewelers you know the chap he has been traditionally doing this mangalsutra in his own way you know maybe it may not be perfect it may not be exactly as sharp or as correct as a titan polished something like that can be but somehow his process include a certain amount of feeling towards his work a reverence towards his work which gets which gets passed on to the gold that he is doing and when he does the processes each processes he has been told to do by this you know his forefathers how to approach it it is for the what is for the purpose of this mangal mangal sutra for the purpose of some deity in the in a you know temple or something he has a certain methodology that he has to follow he has to have certain you know processes that he has to follow you can't just um, go to a machine tool and then get the job done and come out of it so each of them have their processes if it is for a deity what is the process if it is for a ladies you know mangal sutra what is a what is the process you have to have a reverence towards that sir that particular reverence that particular process the design may not be great design may not be easily manipulated you know like they like you find it in see i feel that see some people may say that oh it is just tradition and we are following it and all that but i i think the subtler understanding that what you said is what is important is that there is a certain transfer of energy or vibrations no. or feelings from that product that is made in this way you know like you exactly. described the carpets of the dweller do the person who is using the product later for years to get later that's very true sir. that is the, i think the the subtler understanding you know which matters and why people matters. do this rather than you know though at the face of it it just looks like oh you just blindly following tradition but i mm-hmm. feel there is something behind it the reverence towards the job the reverence on the on the extreme reverence has been instilled into them by the by these forefathers and thank you for today i think it's it was a very very uh, i would say very revealing um, insight uh, that you gave us from your own experience and uh, how you know it seems obvious but that insight is something that all of us me you as well as i think all of our listeners will be able to see in their own lives whether it is carpets whether it is a object that they are buying whether it's a shirt or a clo- article of clothing that they wear close to their body or is it jewels or anything like that i think if if they derive some comfort from it i think they should think back on what has gone into it so thank you so much sir it was such a great experience to talk to you and learn about this thank you ranga sir thanks for giving me a chance to